Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to apparently the last day on Earth here on the You Show. You. You. Jeff the Shark Perini. Jewel, giant Irish bow-wearing Tatey. Easily the cutest thing you'll ever see, ladies and gentlemen. It's adorable. It's just a giant Irish bow on Jewel's head. My homage to see This is your homage. So, just to get you lined up real quickly for what to expect tonight, there has been cut-ins, floor, stuff going right through our website tonight. So, <laughs> you might be hearing some crazy crazy stuff that may be coming out of my mouth for a change. Yeah, and you just cut out, so this is a great start. <laughs> Did I cut out? Awesome. Mm-hmm. It should be great. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're going to break uh, this story to start the show. Apparently, the United States is being hacked somehow <laughs> by some country, some way, somehow. Uh, if you've tried to use your Facebook there is limited activity. If you have tried to uh, post anything on Instagram, no such luck. The internet itself is moving slowly. Our website is crashing left and right. But you know what? We're here to bring it to you right to the very end. Right, Joel? We are here, and it's just really weird because you said it to me earlier today. I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. I could at least like post on Instagram. No. No such luck. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's got me a little frightened. And it's funny because later on in the show, you'll understand why that's so funny. Anyway, let's thank our last guest from um, Monday night. One of my absolute all-time favorite actresses, the beautiful and apparently now very inspirational Betsy Russell. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I was waiting for the whoop whoop. A little behind tonight. It's right there. <laughs> Jewel, what do you think? That's a pretty great guest, huh? A lot to say, a lot to offer. Oh, she was so sweet. And um, she she kind of reminded me of Misha Johnson, too, with her, like, life lessons mm, yeah, yeah. and Thanksgiving and her beauty and, and all that. So, yeah, she was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was great. Absolutely awesome. She did have a little uh, Misha Johnson thing. And, um, she reiterated, reiterated quite a few times she was single. So, hmm. be on the lookout for Betsy Russell out there looking for uh, <laughs> some lovely men. Not you idiots that listen to this show. Real men. <laughs> That's good stuff. Speaking of real men, tonight we got a real dude on here. Rocker, pop star, awesome music, this guy. He is not afraid to be all kinds of different. And we're going to love it. Music is rising up the Billboard charts. He uh, was seen at the Grammys. Ricky Rebel, Jewel Tatey. Woo-woo! So excited. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. This dude is uh, definitely one of a kind. We love stuff like that. Very unique. Um, like I said, the the colorful outfits, the music. It's good stuff. It be great. Like I said, he's uh, big on the Billboard charts. And he was at the Grammys and all that good stuff. So, he said yeah, and stories. the the people he knows and the stories he's about to tell, like, I can't wait. Like, 
he has stories for days. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. He toured at one time with Miss Britney Spears. One of Nigel. I know. I love. It's crazy. Love, love, love. I know I say a lot about love, and some of our guests will come on and go, I love her. But, Brittany, if you're out there listening, and I know you are, I love you. But, Brett. What do you think she does to do, us or Joe Rogan? Us, of course. What are you talking about? Of course. Who wouldn't listen to us? we got Jewel fading in and out and sounding a robot. My voice getting cut off. Horrible audio. I wasn't sure this all good. Let's get into some top five lists, Joel. We'll fix Blog Talk Radio to show them who's boss. We'll show the Russians who's boss. That's who's got us tapped in. Here's Russia. Top five list. And the top five list oh, is a top five fears. That's right. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable and let my guard down. Some stuff scares me. Actually, I guess there's now a tie for number five because, uh, Russian tapping <laughs> should definitely be on there. But it's not. My right, top five. Starting off with number five. My top five fears. And you'd be amazed because if you ever knew what I did for my day job, you'd laugh at this. But number five is rats. Uh. I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rodents. I hate anything of that nature. Can't stand them. Despise them. I loathe them. Number five, rats. Number four, drowning. Uh. I have a terrible... Terrible, terrible fear of drowning. And about two years ago, I was down in Florida. I was on a boat. I had to jump off and jump off correctly, and I'm drowned. Fear of drowning, number four. Number three, failure. I'm afraid of failure. And that more or less goes for my audio equipment that we got going on tonight. I'm afraid it's going to fail right in the middle of Ricky Rip. It'll be fine. Right, That's right. Now they say channel your fears. Uses energy, except for number two, choking. Yeah, there ain't no way to use any positive energy from choking. Scary stuff. I eat my chicken like I nibble at every little piece because I don't want a bone sneaking in on me at all. And oh, I thought fish, you meant like choking, yeah. like choking on air. <laughs> yeah, choking. And anyway, getting something stuck in your throat, choking, can't hmm. breach. Oh, oh, I got you, choking. I never choke. I might be terrible, but it doesn't mean I'm choking. Just and uh, number one, I couldn't really pick the actual number one. So you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, any kind of natural disaster. Nat- natural, well, I can't get it out tonight. Damn it! Natural <laughs> disaster scares the hell out of me. We've been very fortunate in our area to get very little of that. That stuff scares me because there's not oh. a whole lot of escape once it hits. That's my top five. Jewel Tatey, I know I heard grinding all day to come up with the ultimate top five list. <laughs> come on, Iris. Oh, she's adorable. <laughs> she's on YouTube. Everybody's got to see what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Jewel. Well, I'm afraid, uh, I'm afraid of everything. No, so this was easy. Um, number five, yeah, bugs. I, <laughs> I am afraid of bugs, spiders, yeah. all kinds of creepy crawlies. He roaches. Oh my God! If I say roach, I'll just run for the hills. Um, yeah, I, I and I don't like being bit or stung or anything. Like I had a beehive in my house last year. It's still funny how to fix that for you. <laughs> yeah. Screw that. Oh screw God. that place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, number four, heights. Now, I am like a thrill seeker. Like, I'll go on the tallest roller coaster, but like looking down or being on one of those like bungee cord, no, you never. know, contraptions. No, uh uh-uh. uh. I feel like it's going to break. I'm going to fall, fall to my death. So, yeah, I would have to say heights. Um, three, and I guess this could be part of my number one, too. I do not like octopi, octopuses scare me so bad. They're just freaky. They're aliens, and they get wrapped you up, and they have a freaking beak, and they're just scary as all hell. Um, (laughs) I ate calamari calamari one time because I thought it was Trapolini. Because it was like fried and no one told me. <laughs> it was good though. So I guess I All conquered right. my fear. Hey, you go. Um, uh, number two, dolls and or puppets. Scary ones. Ooh. I can't deal with them. Probably my all-time worst fear was the guy from the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. Terrifying. <laughs> that, that laugh? No. Yeah. Scared the crap out of me. Um, wow. And number one, like, gigantic things. <laughs> like, like, enormous. Like the ocean, or tall buildings, or tall statues, especially, like, large faces. No. I just feel like they're going to crush me. I'm going to be eaten. I'm going to drown. Or tsunami. This is why, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is why me and Joel can never be in a relationship. She's afraid of gigantic things. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, sometimes you make it too easy. What beautiful top right. five list, nevertheless. Um, half of it was in Asian because we keep getting the tap crews. Very bizarre. Anyway, top five list on both ends. Mine number five, rats. Number four, drowning. Number three, failure. Number two, choking on something. And number one. Any of your natural disasters, tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, all that good stuff. Joel Tady, number five, bugs. Number four, heights. Number three, octopi. Octopi? Octopus garden. Number two, and I'm kind of with you with this, depending on the one, dolls and puppets. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Male organ. I mean giant things. I'm sorry. Easy to get confused. <laughs> Easy to get confused between that and a nickel. Right. A nickel. All right, so top five is done, Jewel Tady. And uh, I got to tell you, we're getting right to the topics. And topic number one is Facebook is taking a... Mm-mm. Just cut out again. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that. really? Yeah. Okay, so let's try this again. They're Social blocking media, you. Facebook. They're censoring you. Censoring me? Who, Facebook? Yeah. What, you think I so? The man. What? I didn't think of that. The man. Damn, the man. I didn't think of that. Maybe they're blocking every time I try to say it. Right. Since I know that they're blocking it. Yeah, because they read text. Hey, of course they do. All texts are out there. So, um, get to a topic or two before we play some tunes from tonight's guest, Ricky Rebel. 
And uh, this one's big, and this one works on my nerves. Um, the other night, a uh, basketball game in Oklahoma Thunder versus Utah Jazz. And uh, Russell Westbrook, who's one of the biggest names in basketball, gets into a little verbal thing with a, with a fan. Uh, I don't know the exact words. It's a little bit of improv here. Leslie told the man that, uh, you know, he better watch himself or he's going to um, beat him and his wife. He's going to beat him and his wife. Now, the rumor is that the fan said one of two things. The fan claimed he said, you better treat your knee. Apparently, Westbrook's got a knee issue. But Westbrook is claiming that he said, why don't you get back down on your knees like you used to? So, that's fighting words. Um, yeah. Now, the, now Westbrook calls out the fan. The fan is banned for life. He's never allowed back another Utah Jazz basketball game. Westbrook, the multi-multi-millionaire, gets a $25,000 fine. Is that fair? Did the both um, men get fair treatment here? I think so. I mean, it's just guys being all hyped up. Like, I wouldn't go that hard on them. But, you know, I mean, I think that's fair for the sporting world to create an example because that's happened before, and that's usually what happens. Yeah, I don't know. Twenty-five thousand dollars to an athlete making the kind of the kind of money that Westbrook is making is uh, not that big a deal. And this guy can never go to a game again. He's banned. So, hmm. huh. twenty-five is still a lot. <laughs> not to these guys. It's like a dollar to me. Yep. So, I don't know, I don't like it. Westbrook has been in altercations before with fans. It happened here in Philly. The guy that gave him guy gave him two fingers and Westbrook calls the security. Was that fights before? Oh, I don't know about that. Oh yeah. You just no, your mouth and do your job. Exactly. Making plenty of money. You're gonna get ripped as part of the business. You know what I mean? Stupid. Um quick quick moment to say very fond farewell to a man who did something nobody else in this town ever did. Nick Foles folks has made it official. He is signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He will become their new starting quarterback. Jewel, there was a long speech online that Nick had written out that they said on the radio today and man was I breaking down. The guy is world class, true and true. But wish him luck. And of course thank you uh, to Nick from all of us Eagles fans, our first Super Bowl, and just one of the most miraculous runs ever. So good luck, Nick. Oh, I'll miss my dad playing old St. Nick or little St. Nick <laughs> before every Eagles game. It's so sad. Yeah. And all the nicknames, like Big Dick Nick and Nicky Six and Nicky Touchdown and all that good stuff. <laughs> now he's Nicky Jaguar, and hopefully, uh, hopefully that team gets it together. Nick has a good run. He deserves mm-hmm. it. Classy guy. Yep. Poor Nick. Thanks for everything. Uh, let's get to a song before we go to more topics, because the topics are thick and juicy tonight, and I don't want to just blow past them like I normally do. <laughs> Guess is Mr. Ricky Rebel, and Ricky has songs climbing up and down the Billboard chart, and once you hear them, you'll know why. But one song we have tonight, the first one, is the title song of the 2017 album by the same name, the New Alpha. 
got some rock in it. It's got some pop in it. It's got a little bit of everything. Very unique music. And it's a nice guest. Ricky Rebel. Again, the song is The New Alpha. We'll play it here right now on the Yo Show. We'll be back in a few moments. So enjoy. <laughs> Like I said, it's a little pop, 
like futuristic robot stuff. Little hard guitar. Great stuff. It's all new. I'm so excited for Ricky to come on. Um, I'm sure the um, surveys are hacking us on the other line. They actually talked through half of that song on my end anyway. We're excited to have them on. Oh, <laughs> A whole new direction of people will get to meet Ricky Rebel. Thanks to the you. 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 You're welcome. Are you anti-Trump or right. taking care of people? <sighs> this, I mean... Uh, like, seriously, the computers are so freaking slow today. There's so many glitches. I just can't. I'm trying to even just do normal things, and it's not letting me. I don't know what's happening. I hear you. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can hang in through the radiation because it was rough even getting on here. And I'm all, like, ready for tonight's show. Like, got, like, my scully cap on. Got my shades on. I got, like, my sports coat, my Guns N' Roses jacket. I'm drinking Yingling. You know why I'm drinking Yingling, Joel Tatum? Why? Why? Well, it just so happens that Yingling was voted the number one craft beer in America by the Brewers Association. And that poll that came crazy. out today. Um, and it was kind of crazy. Uh, ranked number one craft beer in America, straight from good old Pottstown, Pennsylvania. The brewery is one of two from PA area to be ranked on the list. The other one being Dogfish Head. At number thirteen, are you a fan of Yingling, Joel Tatey? Um, no, I am not. <laughs> I actually despise Yingling. <laughs> despise? Wow. You know why? Second, because there was the one night in college. Gosh, this is a story. <laughs> well, I drank a lot of them, and I don't think I've ever been as hungover as I was on Yingling. Like, you cannot chug Yingling. Or play it in a drinking game. Like, it's just not okay. Is that, <laughs> is somebody calling my bluff? Are you ready for this for her in the Yosho? It's an official Yingling chug. Oh, God. <laughs> it just makes my stomach turn. Like, I can't. Oh, he's going for it. Ah, and there it is. He got it, too. Woo! Oh, it's worse than Budweiser. <laughs> Stop it. Nothing is worse than Budweiser. I'd rather drink my no. dog's urine than Budweiser. And as you know, this no. segment of the air show brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beer. <laughs> That'd be Bud awesome. Budweiser. I'm a, I'm a Yingling fan. Yingling, for me, has become the the base. Like, you used to be like Miller Lite for people. Like, yeah, well, they, they've got Miller Lite, I guess I'll have a beer. For me, it's like Yingling. I go to weddings, I look for Yingling. I'm having guests over, like a bunch of people. I won't go for the Merlite. I'll bring Yingling, you know. Yeah. Or I'll invite people for like Halloween parties. And I'll buy them like Merle High Life because that's what they drink, and they never show up. So I still got Merle High Life <laughs> rotten in my fridge. Oh. <laughs> High Life's great. From two years ago, there's Merle High Life been sitting there. What? I don't drink Merle High Life. You never invite me over. That's why. Doors open, Flo. Walk right on in. <laughs> Kind of like I invited Jeff you Friday night. Very, what? We live very in very close proximity to each other. <laughs> it's kind of weird. We're like neighbors almost. I can yep. throw a rock right through Jules' window from where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Probably not. That's a hell of a Close enough. Close enough to run down the street, meet at the local bar. 
I get it. Yeah, right. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. Anybody do <laughs> Friday night? You gave me some lame excuse why you couldn't go. I'm currently showing Joy a chart. This chart consists of three fingers. I'm pointing at her to acknowledge the middle one. Oh, Lord. Uh, so much fun. I don't know how these other podcasts survive. Not a much fun as this. We're great. How many podcasts can you listen to where the host is like just smashed that out of his mind but still delivering a fantastic program? Only the best kind. <laughs> Only the best kind. It's not even 9 o'clock yet. I'm already doing my tells. Um... Big, big news here. Big rock band news. Not to steal the thunder from tonight's guest, Ricky. He's a great rock star as well, but the rock band Tool Jewel has finally done it. Tool is coming back. They announced a world tour and they're playing a new album sometime this year. Uh, the uh, tour is very weird. It'll hit starting May 5th, maybe about 15 U.S. Spots mostly in the Midwest, and it'll make its way out overseas, England, I think, in a little parts of Europe. It's mostly festivals. Now, I don't know if this is a two parter that's going to go with their own stadium tour. I'm not quite sure, but it's the first time we've seen Tool in years. And uh, if they have this new album out, which the lead singer Mayor Keenan said the lyrics and the music have been put down months ago, this will be their first album in about, wow, 15 years. Hmm. Yeah. 13 years. I'm sorry, 2006. I think I got that right. Are you a Tool fan, Jewel Tady? No. <laughs> no? No? Not really, Katie? no. Maybe you ran no. over all those stats that we were both excited, and you're just like, Nick. I mean, I, I appreciate music, but... <laughs> I'm a massive fan. I have seen the Maynard Keenan... Bands, a perfect circle, tool, uh, three times. Hmm. Perfect circle one was awesome. We got tickets at the, you know how little the TLA is. Right. And perfect circle was just not a TLA band because they're big and Maynard Keenan is, is huge. So yeah. at the time we, we lucked out because the guy I went with, his brother worked at the time for Ticketmaster. So basically he had first dibs of typing up the tickets. So the first four tickets he typed up, of course, were ours. And wow, that's awesome! That's oh, pretty cool. What a what a great show too! It was really neat because um, this Maynard Keenan is kind of a bizarre character. Like nothing's ever on the norm. So when the show starts, he basically is inside this circular curtain, so you can't really see him. A lot of people were wondering if he was even there, or that was just like a, a prop. And then after maybe about 20 minutes, the curtain comes down, and there he is. But it was weird because you really didn't know if he was there. That is weird. That's like Very a Sia weird. concert. Like, she has the wig on the whole time. Like, that could just be someone lip singing. It could be. She never you know, shows and, herself. And like, it was so weird because, like, through the whole show, people were, like, whispering to each other. Like, you see your concert is loud, but you seem to hear everybody say it's not him. He's not there. It's a mm. video uh, that's somebody else. It's an illusion, blah, 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 blah. But you can kind of see, like, at the time, he had a real wild set of hair that would hang all the way down. 
So you can see the shadow of that. I'm like, no, you can see his hair. He's definitely there. And when the curtain came down, he was there. But very cool. I'm a big fan. Like I said, they're very uh, unusual. Listen to them live. It's crisp. And that's one of the things why it takes them so long to bring out new albums because everything has to be just absolutely perfect. It's a very eccentric Maynard James Keenan. So cool. cool. The closest, yeah, very cool. The closest they're going to be to here is Virginia. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I got a friend in Virginia, my man Tim. He's a uh, listener to the show from time to time, avid beer drinker, etc. Um, he mentioned going. I should ask him if he plans on getting tickets because I would drive down for that. I really would. I'm just that big a fan. Yeah, there's a bunch of good shows coming. Um, Bush and Live are coming yeah. from the area. Now they're hitting Atlantic City. Um, who else? I mean, Dane Cook's coming. I'm excited for that one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'm really, I've been waiting for like, how old am I? I don't think since I was 18 for Eminem to come again. Like he just has never come. He came once to New York for Rihanna. That doesn't count. New York doesn't count. So. Yeah, I don't really I don't know. It's like he's never going to tour again. It upsets me. Possibly. Who knows? Um, my wife is so adamant about trying to get Rolling Stones tickets, but they're just so expensive. But she wants to go and wants to go with her dad, you know, months before they stop touring, which is probably like another 30 years away. Yeah. So, who knows? We had a lot of good shows. Um, Muse returns to Philadelphia in April. That's a band I like very much. Uh, I'd love to see them. It's just so much. It's so hard to keep up with, and, and it's so hard to invest <laughs> in all these concerts. Uh, I know. Concerts and music and people that play music and people that are great at playing music. Let's get to our very special guest, Billboard Charts, the one and only Ricky Rebel, ladies and gentlemen. Ricky, welcome and thank you so much for coming on to the Yo's Show. Hi. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Hi, Ricky. Uh, thank all- you. <laughs> it, it's awesome for How are us. You? We're really, we're we're great. We're really excited to have you on. Um, when we found out, you know that your PR people were bringing you to us, we did a lot of research. And I've got to tell you, you are one of a kind. I absolutely love your style. I love your unique approach. It's absolutely amazing. And so, really, we're excited to have you here Thank tonight. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Did you well, listen to my record? A, yes, we have. We played a, a song already tonight. We played uh, the new Alpha, which I love. Excellent. I thought it was great. Yeah, I like the uh, I like Thanks. the mixture. It's got hard ripping guitar riffs. It's got some pop in it, a little bit of robotic. It, it's all over the place, but in a good way. It's so creative. It's so different, Rick. It, it's awesome. So let's ask you. Let me ask you a little bit about your style. How did, right. you, how did this come about? Is this something that you just had in your mind and just wanted to go with a whole new avenue of music, or do you have people to help you create? Well, when I was a kid, I was signed to Michael Jackson's record label at a young age, and we cut a record with Ronnie Jerkins, and I toured Europe twice. And then after that, we got signed to Madonna's record label, Maverick Records, and wow. we recorded a record with her on her label, and then we went on tour with Britney Spears. So I've wow. had quite a lot of time in the studio with really big producers. So when the record industry died because of the internet, 
I had to mm-hmm. learn how to do all of these things for myself. I had to learn how to produce. I had to learn how to pick up the guitar and, and create the kind of music that's in my head rather than sing songs that's been, that are manufactured for me. And right. the music that I come up with is just a mixture of the things that I really love and the people that I love, like David Bowie and Michael Jackson, Madonna, yes. all of these great artists. And so my work is kind of a mixture of all of that. But, but most of all, it's from me. It's from my heart because I'm actually manufacturing every single beat, every single chord progression, the whole thing from top to bottom. I'm producing it. And that's awesome. That's what makes the music, uh, you know, when it's all you from top to bottom, it makes it sound more true, and that's absolutely amazing. Um, were you discovered you. by Michael Jackson? Did we hear that correctly, or is it just you got his record label? Yes, I was actually discovered by him. I was in a pop group, and we were called No Authority, and yeah. he sang uh, R&B music back then, and we had um, a representative come in to hear us rehearse and uh, said, you know, Michael's going to love this. And we just thought he was from Sony. So we're like, oh, Michael from Sony, like a, you know, just a regular <laughs> person named Michael at Sony. He wants to hear uh, hear us. Okay. And then we found out we're going to be singing for Michael Jackson. And I literally lost my mind because Michael was a big uh, hero of mine. Absolutely. That's insane. And he ended up loving and, it. And yeah. he signed us. uh, I've read you spent some time at Neverland Ranch too. Like you really got to like know him and experience him. That's just, that's insane. I did. Yeah. I I spent uh, some time at Neverland Ranch. I befriended uh, his, somebody who lived on the ranch and she became my girlfriend and she would invite me over to hang out with all of them. And it was one of the greatest memories of my life, just hanging out at Neverland Ranch and, uh, getting to spend some time with Michael Jackson. That's that's so cool. Um, and uh, and and you talked about Madonna too. Um, I heard you had some interesting run-ins with her. Yes, uh, I remember back in the day she was recording in the studio, and uh, I walked through the hallway and I heard someone screaming on the phone, and I recognized that scream. That was my hero Madonna <laughs> screaming at somebody in the phone. So I was walking down the hall, and then I looked into the room, and there she was on the phone, and she gave me the worst look any human being's ever given me. <laughs> like, what the hell are you looking at? And I just froze, oh and I was like, there's my hero on the phone and just giving me the most vicious look I've ever seen on a human being. I think I'll just keep walking. So I just kept walking, and then she slammed the door, and it was wonderful. Oh, I've always known. Yeah, I've always known that she's a real hard-ass person, so it didn't really bother me at all. And then, and then we got to meet her backstage, you know, at, or in the parking lot area, and she was playing with her her daughter on my friend's truck, and she was really embarrassed. So we just took the opportunity to go out and talk to her and meet her, and she was really nice and and sweet. Oh my! I, I like if I was in your shoes, and and that that would be like Eminem for me. Like I'm so <laughs> obsessed with him. Like if he did that to me, I'd probably like run in a corner and cry. But <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> you have that experience. Yeah. Just know that's her personality. <laughs> yeah, I, I read up on people before I endorse them in any way. Like I I do read up on them, and I and I take in totality and who they are, uh, not just uh, you know I, I can separate the work from the human being. 
You know, I right. like her work and maybe yeah. not her personality that much. And some people are just cannot do that in this era. They don't know how to separate the two. That's very true. I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, it <laughs> goes um, it goes in musicians, actors, athletes. I'm, I'm a big sports fan and athletes. I mean, you say one wrong thing and you're doomed. Meanwhile, these, these people are very talented. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me what you know what you got going on. I right. you know, if you're an artist and you're good at what you do, I love it. How how awestruck did you get though? I mean, Ricky, the the names Britney Spears, Madonna, Michael Jackson was it all like a whirlwind, or did you kind of feel this is where you belong the whole time? I felt good uh, on tour when we were on tour with Britney Spears. That was one of the best moments of my life. Uh, I feel good performing in front of thousands of crowds of people. I feel comfortable that way. I, I enjoy the stress. I enjoy the adrenaline rush. I think I'm addicted to that. Uh, and I always wanted more. <laughs> and so I would push my band really hard, and I wasn't really liked. I wasn't really liked that much. So because I pushed them. Sure. And I wanted them to rehearse. I wanted them to become better at what they did. Um, I'm not a big partier. But yeah, I always wanted more, and uh, and it's much better now actually because everything that I that I achieve, it's all because of the work that I'm doing, and I can see step by step the process getting you know kind of closer and closer to my goal as an artist, and I'm responsible fully for everything on my own. It's really nice. That's pretty awesome. And you you talk about being hard on a band, and you hear stories about, and it's truly one of the greatest. Artists are the ones that push the hardest. Um, the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson. Everybody said in the studio, mm. Brian was unbearable, but the music was incredible. Paul McCartney, everybody said, right. you know, getting down with McCartney is impossible. Do you think that's what it takes to really to get the most perfect music? I think so. And I think anybody who's ever worked with me, they, they know Ricky and they know The Rebel. Uh, Ricky's a really nice person. Um, <laughs> I'm kind. I try to be kind anyway. And then when it's and there's no business, when there's like, you know, when we're doing business, the totally different person, the rebel, he comes out. I come out a lot on stage. There's no, no BS on stage. Don't mess with me. My dancers know not to get in my way. They know I will thoroughly, like, follow through on the movement. If they get too close, they might get hit. You know, that kind of vibe <laughs> because I'm, I'm committed to the movement. And I have been known sometimes I've, I've hit people on accident. Not even – I mean, I'm in a trance, you know. I can't even um, sometimes – you know, when you're performing, it's like an out-of-body experience. I mean, if someone gets hit in the face, I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, but really, I, I <laughs> you know, it's I'm in the moment, right? I'm I'm, I'm executing the move. Um, and I always apologize, of course, but um, <laughs> that's just my drive. I have, I have an insane drive, and, and I push everybody in the studio, too. If you come and sing with me, um, I don't take any bullshit BS. <laughs> sorry. You can say it. You can say it. <laughs> I can actually say it? Okay, I don't take any oh, yeah. bullshit. Yes. <laughs> it feels good to say that. <laughs> In my life, too. I mean, I've been I've been handled a lot of, um, you know, lately, a lot of, um, I did something provocative at the Grammys, and I've gotten a lot of um, positive and negative feedback on it. And you, you have to be a tough person in this industry to be able to take the, the type of criticism that I've been, you know, taking. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, uh, I'm not, it doesn't really faze me because I know that my work will speak for itself. Right. And, and, because and it, what, I work hard. 
and and what you did at the Grammys, I mean, it, it was all over the place. Um, could you speak a little bit on that about your suit and um, the maybe the the designer and um, what your message actually was? Because some people might have taken it the wrong way. Yes, I um, I wore the Keep America Great suit because of the two million or the sixty million plus Americans who voted for Donald J. J. Trump, who felt like they were in the closet and they can't really talk about it because um, out of fear of losing their job, losing their friendships, um, even their safety is in con- is like a, in concern. You know, like in Berkeley, they're getting punched in the face. I did it for all those people who felt like they're in the closet and feel like they can't come out because I've been in the closet. I, w- I was in the closet for my sexuality and I came out and now I have to come out a second time. And I did it for freedom of speech. That's basically the bottom line, is that anybody can vote for whoever they want. It's all good. We can all express that. We can all express ourselves. And it was, that's, that's what I'm, that's basically what I stand for. And I did it. And to this day, I mean, I just get like, like a thrill thinking about it. I start to shake a little bit with excitement because I can, I remember being there in the moment and seeing all of those photographers like screaming at me and taking my Ricky Rebel over here, over here, Ricky Rebel, he's a star. And they're screaming at me. And then they're like, <laughs> some people are saying, saying things like, I hope your children die. And oh, Trump oh, wow. hates gays and Trump hates you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just taking these photographs. And then I, I said to them, you know, I shouted out, I said, Trump wants to end AIDS in 10 years. Thank you. Okay. So I just said that. And basically, you know what I mean? Like, I'm allowed to like whoever I want. And, like, in the beginning of our interview, like I mentioned to you, I do realize there are flaws to everyone's character. And even Madonna, you know, you think about, like, all of the – there are a lot – I have lots of horror stories about Madonna, things that she's said, things she's done to her fans um, and to her own family and brother and whatnot. Um, but I'm still able to like Madonna for other things. And I happen to like Trump because of the, the booming economy. And I'm, not, and I'm not apologizing for that. And I've lost friendships, like I've said, um, really close friends of mine and everything. But if you really get to know me, you realize that what I did was for, like I said, for freedom of speech. And I'm basically a reflection of all of these Americans, these beautiful Americans out there that um, feel like they don't have a voice. Right, and I mean, it went down as like quoted one of the most one of Grammy's most outrageous outfits in history. So that's that's pretty big. I mean, pretty big. You're, yeah, you're it's coming big. to the Grammys, like, right? You are on that list, and you definitely made a statement. So I mean, I'm just I'm happy that you're so out and proud, and it's. It really is a beautiful thing. Um, you're also a fashion contributor to Us Weekly. Um, do you yes. do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy critiquing? And are you fashion. are you designing as well? Or well, I just want to also big, give a big shout out to the G's designer who created the Keep America Great suit. His name is Andre Soriano, and yeah. I love him dearly. So if Andre's listening right now, shout out to you, baby. You are a genius. Um, yeah, he's the one who designed the suit, and he's designed many other Grammy um, moment outfits, things that really, really get attention. 
Um, yeah, fashion is a big deal to me, and I um, I write for Us Weekly. I write for Us Weekly in the fashion cop column, and it's fun because every single like every other week I get to talk about celebrities' outfits, what they're wearing, and I get to make fun of it a little bit. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Because I'm a critic, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm really, I'm really sharp at like what, I, I'm, a, I'm a happy critic, like a, like a fun-loving one. You know, I look at their outfit because I judge myself all the time. I mean, let's let's face it, the best, the best people to look at, you know, to critique outfit and fashion is someone who can critique themselves, and I do all the time. I'm really, really sharp at looking at like, oh my God, I look like a potato right now. Can we please fix this? <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, sure. It's fun. And and when I when I went to CPAC recently, I was asked from uh, the Blaze TV to be a fashion to to kind of like talk about these conservatives, like their look at CPAC, and that was a lot of fun. I get to you know I got to critique their outfits and whatnot. I, I didn't think that they thought that I would be that sharp and cutting. Little did they know. Yeah, I know, that's the way you got to be. you got to lay it out, honestly, you know, or mm-hmm. else it, it doesn't do its justice. Um, let me ask you a question real quick. For years I've gone out, I've always tried to dress up a little nicer, uh, like a sweater or sweater vest and a tie and stuff like that. And nice. if you want to hang out with, you know, and they got like, you know, my, my gay friends are like, man, dressed so nicely. It's a compliment coming from, from gay men when they tell a guy they dress nicely, because I'm always flattered to hear that. Yes. Yeah, it's a compliment if a gay gay man compliments you on what you're wearing. Very nice. A lot of gay men. I told my wife, Mm -hmm. you know, I told my wife, I said, this guy likes my outfit. That means something. (laughs) Yeah, so it's important. I I like Maybe not the sweater vest. Maybe they're being nice about the sweater vest. Right. (laughs) Well, a lot of gay men have good fashion sense, so that's a a good sign. There you go. See that, Jules? Yeah. So uh, we played, as I said, we played a, uh, a song already off the album, um, it's a self-titled debut, the new Alpha, off the new Alpha album. Tell us about the song, the creative process, about the album. Um, is it all stories that are true stories or just ideas that come in your head? Tell us about your creative process. Okay, well, I came up with the concept of the new Alpha and that was the first track that I wrote. And I knew that I had to write an album around this whole concept of what I thought the new alpha was and who, what it represented to me. And I was trying to, in my life, become, take my, my you know, person, take me as a whole person and elevate myself to another level. And what would that mean for me? What does it mean for Ricky to become an alpha? What is my version of an alpha? Because obviously I'm not the typical type of alpha you know, I'm not this, like, brooding guy with huge muscles who's caveman and grabs a woman by the hair and drags her around. I mean, I can't be like that if you want me to be, but no, just kidding. I'm not that typical kind of, of tough, brooding alpha guy, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, more, I'm more sensitive, but, you know, and I'm fabulous. I love makeup. I love fashion and all this stuff. But I'm also down and dirty, get the job done kind of person, and I'm a leader in my own way. Um, so I invented the new alpha, who's a new version of what an alpha is, because he's not overly, and I feel like ultimately the new alpha is more powerful than the old version of what an alpha 
uh, was because um, the old version only gets love from a certain type of person, you know, um, a certain uh, women aren't necessarily wanting a guy like that. who's overly aggressive. Uh, so if you can kind of mel- meld a little bit of your femininity with your masculinity and find that really nice balance between the two, I feel like you get support from women and men alike. They see that you're strong, you're capable, that you're not passive, you're not a doormat, but then they also see that you you have this artistic side to you and like, a, like good in fashion, for instance, have a nice style, that kind of thing. And so the new alpha was born and out of the new alpha came different songs like my new single magic carpet, um, which I'm really excited to announce. I'm releasing a full remix EP uh, album coming out early April and it's going to feature uh, Grammy award winning remixers and DJs and whatnot. Um, this man named LP Vargas is putting the package together. He loves the song and we're going to service it to billboard and all kinds of things. So that's going to be the next big single and magic carpet is a part of, of the new alpha because the new alpha has like different themes to it. And one of the themes is sex. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like uh, <laughs> as an alpha, there's like a high sex drive to this, this alpha, the new alpha. He's very, um, zero yeah, or, you know, he's got a lot of like power in that, in that area and in different areas too. So magic carpet is about that. And it's a fun song. It reminds me of like Prince and back in the day, the way they used to be much more sexually uh, expressive. Let's put it that way. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It makes perfect and, 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 and people think of Prince when, um, you, you think of that in a male and I, I, I think it's such a cool concept how you're describing it because, you know, people think of alpha, they think manly man, but you're, you're saying like the new alpha doesn't, I mean, it has me- I'm going to say this the wrong way. <laughs> kind of a, kind of a confident <laughs> nature, plus. Yes. Like with the new gender roles and everything and, and people, you know, um, identifying as different things you're saying, like a gay male, has masculinity still like that is still a big part of mm-hmm. who they are and and they're yeah. just you know they're embracing other sides of it and i just i think that's beautiful um and we are going to play magic carpet after after you know you leave us and oh, um, cool. i'm very excited um but and we're also going to play life is a runaway can you uh talk a little bit about that oh sassy uh yes I, um, another pillar of a theme of this, of the record is, like I said, is sex and power and, uh, power, this, this song goes in that department. Um, confidence is power. So that's why I wrote the, the life, that life is a runway because at any moment you can give yourself permission to, um, have confidence in what you're wearing and what you look like. You, you have to give yourself permission and, when you do that, you make life your own runway. Very and nice. I really enjoyed, I enjoyed making that video too. We, we did the video at New York Pride during New York Pride um, when I performed on a float. I performed at the uh, huge, you know, I mean, huge parade. Even Gaga was there, like thousands and thousands wow. and thousands of people. And we captured it all on film. So if you get a chance to check out the music video, Life is a Runway, Ricky Rebel, check it out. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna. I mean, I definitely want to check it out. We we crunched so much into these 
interviews and the, the short time we have and getting to learn. So, you know, we appreciate any other piece that you give us so we have more to look at. Um, so of all the, the musicians that you've been around and toured with and played with, let's say you get a choice of one. Let's say Ricky Rebel is going to do an album with one artist. Who would it be mm-hmm. and why? Who would it be and why? Kanye West. Ooh. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he had the he had the courage to do what I did too. Uh, he did it first, and he he wore the Make America Great Again cap live. And, and Naughty Baby did a no no, and Ricky Rebel and Naughty Baby did a no no. <laughs> and right. I feel like we have a spirit about us that are very similar. Um, we're rebels in our own way, and I feel like we would make really beautiful music together. I lo- I love his tracks. I've always loved Kanye's tracks. Um, especially his new album is really cool. Re, yeah. um, Reborn is really nice. And honestly, I think some of my music is complimentary to his. I wrote a song called Time, and I bet he would, could remix the shit out of that. Yeah. Since <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm able to say that word. But oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love, I love to work with Kanye. That's a really interesting choice too, and um, I, yeah, I've seen Kanye live, and you know, I always, I don't always agree with his decisions, but I've always respected the hell out of his music, and you know, mm. he's an incredible producer, and I love all of his albums. Like, I'll always, forever be a fan. Um, he does, he switches it up all the time, though. He's just the type that like constantly reinvents himself and doesn't give a crap about <laughs> what I anyone know. thinks. Really, yeah. so so that would be a fabulous <laughs> collaboration. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Um, Lift yourself, you know that song where he sings "Oopity Poop Scoop," mm. "Oopity Poop." Have you heard that song? <laughs> yeah, that made me. Yeah. that made me laugh so much. I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is the ultimate rebellious thing to do. I get a kick out of rebellion. I guess you guys haven't really can't really tell, but I, I get a real <laughs> shuffle. Out of people Absolutely. that like just do rebellious things for rebelliousness purposes, um, because we can, because life is short, and it's it's good to push people's ideas of what is right and what is wrong, and try to get people to think a little bit. And it's hard to yeah. find a good artist like that anymore these days. It's hard to find artists that are willing to put their careers on the line for the truth. Um, you really don't see it, and so I'm not really inspired by a lot of people. Um, to right. And he really, moment. I feel like, respects the old school. Even with the sampling, he was one of the first big names to come out with these, these like ridiculous samples on his song. And I just remember being at my parents' house, and um, I think Fade was on. Like, your love is fade. Mm. And my dad comes in, and he's like, "What the hell are you listening to? Like, the song's so old." I'm like, "No, no, no. <laughs> you have to learn." <laughs> oh, so you have to he, learn, I, and I, it's like, hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you uh, respect the greats, and I feel like you do that with your song too, because you can you can definitely hear hints and Prince and Michael Jackson and and Madonna and, and all the greats. So it's just that mixture mixed with your unique self, which is really great. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, Yay. we uh, we love it. And you said you're a, you said you're you're a big Bowie fan now. The Rebel does that take a little bit of yeah. like a Ziggy Stardust kind of approach? Like two different people, yes. but the same guy. Yeah, I I can relate to the idea of 
you know, these these people like like David Bowie creating a character outside of himself for his art. I I pretty much have done the same thing with Rebel. There's Ricky and there's the Rebel, two different things. And I love that record, Ziggy Stardust. And yes. I love mm-hmm. Bowie. Um, he was androgynous and strange, and his music was not radio friendly all the time. But he just was just authentically Bowie and a very intelligent artist. Uh, so I love him. And yeah, there yeah. is definitely a clear differentiation between Ricky and the Rebel. Mm. That's awesome. Um, a, a quick story that I'll, I'll throw in there when you talk about Bowie. Um, I saw him live many years ago uh, with Nine Inch Nails in the same concert. And uh, it was raining like crazy. It was an outdoor show. And it mm-hmm. was like when Bowie when Bowie tried to reinvent himself. And people were like, oh, Bowie's got no clue. Bowie's out of touch. But he played a lot of that new stuff. And it was incredible. And anything he did was him. Not what he's being told to do. Not what a record label tells mm-hmm. him to do. Not what people point in a direction. Is that how you feel you go? Like you just want to do it the way you do it. And, and you feel it's good enough that people are going to buy into it? Yeah, I've had to learn over and over again that I can't do the whole corporate game, the whole, you know, the whole Britney Spears, Rihanna, Lady Gaga route of, well, I don't know about Lady Gaga. I think she, she produces her own stuff. But just the route where the where the music is handed to them and they kind of learn the song and sing it, um, that's so not me at all. <laughs> that's not the way I'm programmed. Like, I end up really taking over projects no matter what project I'm doing I end up um, producing the whole thing myself or rearranging everything to the point where it's like it's just my like my song you know what I mean Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not not fantastic at collaboration either I love collaboration I love it and I welcome it but I tend to be a lone wolf in, in the studio I love to just work and get things done myself and uh, I'm that guy, you know. Um, perhaps things will change in the future. Like, If You Were My Baby, for instance, is the one collaborative record on the new Alpha, and it's actually one of my favorites. And a guy named Sam Harmonix gave me the track, and then I wrote to that track. I wrote the song If You Were My Baby. It's just so rare, though, when, when I hear other people's music that they give me um, that I want to produce and write to it. It's very rare, but sometimes um, a song moves me, and it turns out that that song, if you if you were my baby, it actually has a synth that the exact synth that Prince used on some of his records. Hmm. So there there was something in, about that production, that track, that really attracted me to want to write to it. That's so awesome. cool. <laughs> can I um, I, can I throw? In- What's that? Oh, he cut Bohemian out Rhapsody. Hang on, Jeff. You cut out for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Uh, so I'll repeat it. Um, you know, one of the big things that was in the theaters recently was Bohemian Rhapsody, and everybody became a queen yes. fan again. And Freddie Mercury, that's kind of, I hope it's not insulting, but that's who you remind me of. You remind me of a modern-day Freddie. Like, this is the way it's going to be. I am me. This is the music. Uh-huh. We're going to play it, and trust, you give it a chance, you're going to love it. That's what it reminds me of. Yes. Yeah. My um my man calls me Freddie T 
too. He thinks oh. I <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> he reminds me. He does. He says, I remind him of Freddie Mercury out of all of the artists. I'm like, who do I remind you of? He said, he said Freddie Mercury, which is a huge uh, compliment. That's great. I, you know, I just kind of, I, and listening to you and you deliver your thoughts and your process, that's what came into my mind right away. I don't know. Certain people are funny about being compared to other people, but to me, I see a modern day Freddie and I think that's awesome. I love it. I really do. Thank you. I think, you know, I, I'm a glam artist. I'm a dying breed. There aren't any left. I mean, honestly, it's like just me and just a few others. I mean, we had George Michael die recently. We had yeah. um, David Bowie die, Prince die. These are all of the glam glam boys, the glam gods in music. So that's kind of the void I'm, I'm stepping into that I really want to step into. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you? And, and that um, movie was a great movie. That was a good movie. Ab- oh, I loved it. Cried <laughs> at the end. Loved mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, have you Have you Me toured too. with the new album? I don't. I have. I've done. Um, I went to Europe, um, and I did oh, some dates in Europe, and it was fantastic. And we're planning on doing the uh, Built in America Music Festival. I just found out that I'm going to be headlining. And there's going to be 25,000 people who are going to be there expected. And that's happening in November. So it's my really first huge headlining position. And it's it's a possible tour as well. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And where will that take place? Is that close to us, I hope? That'll be be in Las Vegas. Vegas, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Making out. Is cheap enough, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's pro America type of vibe, which I'm really excited about. I'm a very patriotic person. I really do love this country for everything it's given me. Uh, being able to be the flamboyant, expressive person I am, I'm safe to do so because in countries like Iran and Afghanistan and, and different parts of the Middle East, if I act this way, they'll throw me off of buildings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah agree. I'm great. I'm grateful that I'm able to be myself here, and, uh, and I'm also grateful for all the people who who fight in wars for us, who protect us, our servicemen. So I think a lot of those people are going to come to my show. Um, yeah. I think I've made a lot of those fans, a lot of brand new type of fans that I adore. So I'll get to perform for all of them. It's going to be great. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And um yeah, we love to receive you here and I would love to see you live absolutely. Where where are you located now? Are you in LA or New York? I live in the heart of Glendale, California, which is okay. in Los Angeles. Very nice. And uh yeah. It's nice. And do you do any like small smaller venues there or do you just I mean mm. you, you you could yes. pack up as well, so <laughs> I have done a lot of events here. I've done, I mean, all of the venues, the Troubadour, I've done different places in Hollywood and L.A. Um, but right now, we are just focusing on this next one. I'm, I'm also focused on going to Japan in April. They've wow. asked me, they invited me to perform in Japan. And I started my own school in Japan called the Ricky Rebel Universal Star Academy. And wow. what it is is it's teaching, yes, it's teaching these children in Japan how to learn, how to sing, how to dance, how to perform, and speak English. 
using my music. They're using my music to learn how to do all these things and my my videos teaching them how to dance and whatnot. And I'm really I'm really thrilled. Thank you. I'm really thrilled. I'm gonna meet all of these students and I'm gonna to get to see Tokyo for the first time and all these different places oh. in Japan. So I'm thrilled about that. That's happening in April. You're gonna have such a great wardrobe <laughs> after you leave Tokyo. I know, right? <laughs> oh girl, I'm going shopping like every day. <laughs> <laughs> you awesome. don't even know. I'm gonna. <laughs> and I'm so um, excited. I, you know, to, to check that stuff out, like I will, because like I said, I love fashion. Um, on Instagram at Ricky Rebel Rocks, on Twitter at Ricky Rebel Rocks, Ricky Rebel Rocks dot com. Check it out. Get to learn more about. This was the new alpha. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. Yes. Check it out on YouTube. It's, it's everywhere. It's awesome. It's everywhere, baby. I would start with all my new fans. If you're watching this, I would start with my YouTube channel, uh, at Ricky Rebel TV. Uh, if you just Google Ricky Rebel YouTube, my channel will pop up. And just subscribe to my channel and um, watch some of my music videos. That's a great way to know who I am. Real quick, my work. Julie, you got something to add? No, I thought you were checking. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, definitely. But, but check it out, too. Mm-hmm. especially like I said, YouTube is the best way to get the feeling of essence off an artist. So check it out, YouTube. Again, RickyRebelRocks.com, uh, the new alpha. And there's a new album coming out in April. So you got the album in April. You got a possible tour in November, which you got to mention to people. It's got to come through Philly, so make a check out. Um, what else you got? What's, yeah. what's in the very near future outside of these things? What, what do you want to accomplish? What do you, where's your next big plateau world domination (laughs) (laughs) just like my hero I feel like I feel just like my hero Madonna Madonna said the same thing there's a reason why I like her so much Uh, yeah world my own my own domination which is for me just performing around the world um, on bigger and bigger bigger stages I'm also planning on doing speeches in college campuses for freedom of speech uh, a lot of these campuses want me to, to talk to the students about about what I did at the Grammys um, mm. and why I did what I did. So they're really interested and curious about me because I'm not the typical-looking, um, quote, conservative. I'm, I don't really think I'm a conservative uh, uh, all the way or whatever. I'm, I'm more of a centrist who leans right and left depending on the issue. But the point mm. is, is that I'm a free per- – like, I'm a freedom fighter for everyone, and – um, so I'm kind of excited to um, go and speak to these people and really um, maybe open some hearts, some hearts that need to be mended. There's a huge divide in our country right now with the social civil war that's taking place. Um, and it, it sort of breaks my heart, honestly, and I kind of want to do what I can as an artist to mend the divide and, and kind of heal these wounds that we have. Um, we do blame politics because it's such a horrible discussion and we like to talk about it and I get it I get why but at the end of the day I just want everybody to try their best to treat other other people who think differently than them with a little kindness and respect you know what I mean just just try to do that I know it's hard it's hard when people you know you're like why can't you see my point of view you know what I mean it's 
we just have to have patience with other people and have patience with ourselves and and try to be kind. That's all. That's all my message is. It's so simple and yet so complex. Um, but it's worth it to me. I'm going to fight for this for the rest of my life. I'll fight for this. I'll fight for freedom of speech till the day I die. It's it's not over. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to that. Like talking to, to campuses and and performing at the campuses. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so it's got to be great. It's got to be great to be able to deliver a message to young people, be impressionable, but teach an all-around message of love. That's what we need. We need more of that. People got to realize that you know we're all Americans. We're all one race. We're the human race. Yeah. That's what it's all about together. Um, Ricky, I'm going to ask you a question. When the new stuff uh, comes out, the new album comes out, the remixes, and when um, – you get ready for that November tour. Somewhere in the middle, can we sneak you back on and have you on again? We would love it. Oh, are you kidding me? I would absolutely love that. Thank <laughs> oh, you. Oh, thank you and, so much. <laughs> uh, thank you. This this has been fantastic. Uh, we usually tell the PR people, oh, 20 minutes is all we need. Now we're 40 minutes in. So <laughs> we always seem to run over. Our, wow. our guests are so great and always have such a great message. Ricky, I want to thank you so much for stopping by the Yo Show. We'll be in touch real soon. And, of course, we're going to root free and listen to all your stuff. We're now officially fans. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us tonight. Perfect. I'm honored. Thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you. Ricky, have a great Rebel, night. Everybody. <laughs> thank you very much. Good night. Good night. Good night. Ah, <laughs> uh, as always, Jewel. As always, great, great. We get into like, mm, what, what are we gonna get here? Uh, and he said, like, he's Ricky and he's the rebel. A lot of what you see mm-hmm. on the internet is the rebel, kind of a tough, uh, not really tough, is but kind of a confident, strong exterior, um, glamorous, but yet it's like a tough rock star thing. Like, don't come to me, your nonsense. I'm not taking it. And then he gets on the show, and he's fantastic. That was great. It was really great interview. I know, and, and I know what you're thinking like maybe kind of a wild card. Like we don't know what what person we're gonna get tonight. <laughs> like what kind of interview? And no, he just shows up, and like I, I just I love his message, and he's such a positive, hardworking person, and he does nothing. He deserves nothing but great things, and we wish him all the best. And yeah, we're gonna listen to more of his music soon, so I'm excited. We are. We got a couple more songs coming up shortly. Uh, what I love in a guest, and Ricky nailed it. I love when a guest once and they say bullshit, bull ass BS. We're like, say it. Like I can say it. Bullshit. And he comes right back and he actually says it because you know, they want to be expressive. And that's why we love a little more of an independent kind of circuit because express yourself. Say what's on your mind in the dirtiest of terms, whatever it takes to really get it out and, and feel like you can be you. And that's what we do on the Yo show. You can be you and that's all we want you to be here. Yep. We're all for freedom of speech too, aren't we? Except usually you hear the things that come out of my mouth. I mean, <laughs> my mother was alive today. Good gracious. Um, so we have two. Life is, a run, uh, life is a Runaway and Magic Carpet. Runway. Runway. I'm sorry. Life is a runway. I'm sorry, I did write it a little crooked. That was my fault. Life is a runway. But you know, I'm going to go to Magic Carpet first because he just sold it to me that much and tell me about all the sexual tension and power behind the song. I'm playing that next. Magic Carpet is the song, the artist, 
Ricky Rebel, our very special guest that was with us this evening on the Yosho. Check this song out. About three minutes long. We'll be back with you shortly. Enjoy it. Again, Magic Carpet here on the Yosho. Described it as sexy. That was that was kind of, was kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. Sexy. But I like. I did not. <laughs> we're I jamming. Know, right? I did. Yeah, we were definitely jamming. I did not man love myself, although it was kind of sexy. <laughs> you can't do I'm that gay. in the studio. Please don't. <laughs> no, you can't. You, yeah, please. <laughs> I think nowadays with the whole uh, you know women's equality thing, if I were to self love in the studio, that would. Pretty much be real bad news. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> that was great. Really good song. Very unique. Um, Ricky Rebel tonight's got a lot of great things to say. 
And of course, uh, the new Alpha is the album. Check it out. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, YouTube. It's everywhere. He's everywhere. And he likes it. He likes being totally. He's everywhere. He's excited mm-hmm. about that. Great. He's domination. Yes. World domination. Me, I'm just trying to dominate little two hours a week on the radio. Or an hour and a half, depending on our, our mood. Let's yeah. get back and more topics, Jules, Sadie, because we got topics, too, that we like to crank out for you. And this one's big, and i got to present it because it's kind of awesome. The Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission has awarded a $2 million testing grant for the new Hyperloop. The Hyperloop is a sort of train, if you will, kind of traveling portal. It is supposed to get you from Pennsylvania to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in about a half hour. It's insane. Wait, it's nice, right? It was like Philly to Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, in a half hour. Half hour. Yeah, that's sick. normally about <laughs> right. Normally about a four or five hour trip, and I guess that's what they're testing now to see how the human body would would tolerate such a travel. Um, are you trying this thing out? Are you getting on? Four or five hours. Wait a minute. It takes four four hours to get to State College. It takes about six to get to Pittsburgh. I mean, my niece would like it because she goes to college in Pittsburgh. We're obviously in Philly. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can I have a, a yeah. half-hour one that takes me to Florida? Because that might be well worth yeah. it. <laughs> now you're talking. Half-hour to Florida is something else. But we're like to Vegas and back. That would be pretty cool. Oh, he will be a little Ricky Rebel, too, while we're out there. Yeah. Just the way he said just the way he said Vegas got me excited. He's like, Vegas. Like, it's me excited. I love Vegas. It's awesome. But, um, you know, like a half hour from Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh, I would be terrified. You have to be absolutely blindly flying. Doesn't even say I'm safe. Well, they have this in Europe. It's called, what is it called? It's like the fast, the fast, super fast train. You cut out. <laughs> I don't what know you the name. <laughs> I don't know the name. Um, yeah, they have it. So <laughs> apparently it works, and if it works there, I don't see why it could work here. I don't know why they're only doing it in PA. Seems a little shifty. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm not complaining. You you can go take a half hour and curse out Sydney Crosby and come right back. Oh, my God. No, I got it. I want to be down the shore in five minutes. Can they do that for me? Because that would be amazing. Apparently, you could be there rather – if you can get from Pittsburgh to Philly in, in 30 minutes, you can get to the shore in about 10. Holy shit. I would love that. <laughs> Telling Drop you, me off so many, in AC. <laughs> oh, my God. So many of my female friends, my wife included, it's like they always want to go to the beach. But that trip to the beach is what kills the beach. Yeah, especially when you're in the car and your heat breaks down and like, what are you gonna do? Oh, Friday God. traffic. We've been we've been house hunting and she is adamant on getting a pool. And um, our philosophy flat out, I'll tell you now, and the fact that you live close to us, even when we move, you'll probably live close to us because we're not really branching that far out. She's like, the pool. Takes place of all these plants, bars and cookouts and all that. Everything happens at the pool. Everybody's welcome to the pool, and everybody will come to the pool. What do you think? Would you come to the pool? 
I, I would come to the pool. It's a lot of maintenance. It's a lot of upkeep. Absolutely. Definitely. But, but. She, she's outdoorsy. She likes the water. She likes to tan. I'm going to ask you a, a favor. If we get, mm. you know, if and when we get to this new house, it's going to happen sooner or later, uh, and we get the pool, I need you to come in a red, white, and green one piece, and you got to wear the bow. Red, white, but oh, orange. <laughs> this one. <laughs> orange. I'm sorry, red, orange. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yep. I'm bringing the beach ball. One piece or with the with the with the bow. I need it. Sure. Perfect. I already have a Wonder Woman one. <laughs> Stop. That's uh, you know that. That's the amazing thing, how, like we said on the other, the last episode, how I'm such a big Linda Carter fan, and you're a humongous Wonder Woman fan, so I had to think about how geeked out we would both be that night. We'd be stuttering over each other. That'd be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my God, I would be, die. Oh, my God. be so geeked out. I've tried a few times. I'm going to keep trying, though. You try until you can't try anymore. That's how they serve. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I'd be interested to talking to um, Adrian Palicki. Palicki? Palicki? She's on the new Orville with Seth MacFarlane, and she was on this Wonder Woman pilot that never got released. And I am, like, dying to know what happened with that because it was kind of a cool outfit, kind of cool concept, and then it just fizzled. So uh, maybe, maybe I'll try to reach out to her. Stories like that. Um, I mm. love lost archive things. Like there's there's that picture floats around the, the internet of Nicolas Cage in a Superman outfit. You know, stuff like that is always. Oh God, it's not good. <laughs> it didn't look it didn't look good. It didn't look anything like Superman. Whoa, Superman. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not oh, a Nicolas uh, Cage fan. <laughs> My favorite, Honeymoon in Vegas. Superman. You're not even flying today. <laughs> I know that now. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, the same with um Megan Fox. They try to make her Wonder Woman, and it just never, mm. never happened. But then she messed with her face. So a little bit, well, but well, but one of the greatest TV moments over like the last twenty years is when she uh, appeared on that role on uh, Two and a Half Men, where she played Berta's niece. Gracious. <laughs> I mean, gracious. Actually, I can see Berta's granddaughter. It was phenomenal. Such a great moment in television history. Oh. She's love. She's absolutely gorgeous. Or Megan Fox. Her, she's a bitch. I don't know how true that is. She's a bitch, too. Her kids are beautiful. I mean, they are just like, they're gorgeous. They have to be models because they're just so pretty. Well, I mean, you know, credit for credit, too. I'm not a fan of <laughs> a lot of guys, but, you know, Brian Olsen Green's a good-looking fella, and her, I mean, she's she just, she's just ridiculously beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I imagine they have great kids. Great kids. One more song is what we're going to do here on the show. We're going to play one more from Ricky Rebel, our great guest from tonight. Life is a runway, not runaway. <laughs> my uh, fault. <laughs> no, you got to see my scribble. you got to see how I wrote it down. It looks terrible. Life is a runway. 
and he's going to ride it all night long. That's like it's a highway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, is uh, the final song we have for this evening from our guest, Ricky Rebel. We're going to play it for you right now. It's a little bit more of a long one, about four minutes and 47 seconds, but we know you're going to love it because we love it. So check it out right here on the O Show coming up, and we'll be back shortly. All eyes on me, I know what to do, wear your clothes, don't let your clothes wear you, all eyes on me, I know what to do, wear your clothes, don't let your clothes wear you, walk bitch, serve bitch, serve it, serve the runway bitch, walk bitch, serve bitch, serve it, serve the runway bitch, walk queen, serve queen, serve it on the runway scene, walk queen, serve queen, Serve it on the runway, bitch. Walk this. Serve it. Serve it on the runway, bitch. Walk this. Serve it. Serve it on the runway, bitch. Walk queen. Serve queen. Serve it on the runway, bitch. Walk queen. Serve queen. Serve it on the runway, bitch.
What bitch? What bitch? Serve it, serve it, serve it, serve it, serve it. Yeah, get into it, Joe Tatey. Joe Tatey was into it. Feeling it tonight. Our very special guest. Three big songs from tonight's guest, Ricky Rebel. From the album The New Alpha. The New Alpha, of course, the title track. Life is a runway and magic carpet. I'll be right back. I gotta go walk. I gotta dance off the <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Wow. Yeah, that was a lot of energy. That was good energy. That was great. Ricky Rebel, my very special guest tonight. Absolutely terrific. You know what? Like, I can dance. Like, I have about 18 years dance background, and I can, like, you know, go to a club or, you know what I mean? No, like the classical movies or whatever, but I was never, I never perfected the drop, like the real hard drop to the floor and like doing a split. Like I wish I could just go bam. And like you see, you see some people and they're just like, they, they do it. They walk that from way and they just drop it. And I'm so jealous. That I can never just do it. Or I'm, I'm really not a good twerker either. I, I wish I was, wish I was a better twerker. I'm not a very good twerker. It, you know, if you want to just drop on the floor, I'm about ready myself after just drink a bunch of beers and <laughs> some drop, drop. Call it the dead like drop. Like the Beast Boys used to say, mm, drop. drop. But uh, yeah, good show tonight, Ricky Rebel. Um, great artist. We have more stuff coming up. Um, not really sure what we got next week because we don't have anything with. Did we, did we get a, a final uh, tally on nope. Blake? Blake? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I will reach out tomorrow because we're going to have a little, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> One show we definitely have locked in. April 3rd, we have uh, the return of Michael Stover's great artist on our show with the Vix from Pittsburgh. Uh, now, you wonder, like, if the Vix... If the Vix had a show in Philly and a hyped on they hopped on a hyper loop, they'd be here in thirty minutes. That's insane. No. Then they had an eight o'clock show in Philly, they could leave like seven o'clock. That's pretty damn nuts. <laughs> it's awesomely nuts. I tell you what, this has been an incredible night because here I am dressed up like Rockstar meets casual meets whatever the hell it is with my scully cap, my sunglasses, my sport coat, my Guns N' Roses t-shirt, my ripped up jeans. And there's Jewel with her dynamic super bow on her head. Well, I was feeling St. Patty's, but you know what? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, so it's fine. Tell me, you're invited out Friday night. How old are you are invited out Friday night? I have a graduation party. Damn it. You're all invited Friday night to see the amazing Kevin Kirk and Kirko. See you come after. You know what? It's just, a, you oh, know, it's, it's, a, it's a party. So at a hall, so maybe I'll end at like 11. I could probably meet you there like 1130. That'll work, right? Party still be going? Text me. 
Text me first because the Kirko, they're supposed to be done at 10. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it is also the birthday weekend celebration of one of my dear friends, Miss Kristen Halkowski. I don't know if she's listening, but if she is, Kristen, happy birthday. So Friday night she is uh, out celebrating at Bailey's, which is close to us. So we, like uh, we might Yeah, so we might switch scenes and have a Bailey's, which, of course, you're welcome to join us there as well. Very nice. Oh yeah, God. Kristen is uh, marvelous. She is a dear friend of me and my wife. She is a uh, excellent. That's her birthday. Hmm. Happy birthday! I, I mean to say, <laughs> I'm watching a a bunny try to escape. It's very <laughs> entertaining. Who's trying to escape? A bunny. A bunny. A bunny. From what? Can I? It's just next to me. You can't hear that rattling. Like ripping no. the cage <laughs> Just wants to be free. Jeez. Uh, I the gave amazing him, like, thing carrots during the episode. Here. Get a carrot. There you go. You wabbit. Big <laughs> props to Jewel Tatey because I got on Instagram and I finally seen that we did have the ad up for tonight's show. I don't know how you did it. What? Nothing I didn't even see that. Yeah, it's, up. <laughs> it? it's up there. It's up there. Oh, I hope Ricky saw it. Me too. God, social media is a disaster today. There it is. Yeah, I know. Like, what the heck? Three hours ago? No, that was well more than three hours ago. That's that's weird. Anyway, I'm glad it's up. Me too, finally. Terrific. Ricky Rebel, ladies and gentlemen. Check him out on Instagram. (laughs) My feed still isn't coming up. That's odd. Like, it's not even really? refreshing. Oh, internet, what are you going to do? So, what do you make of this story about these high-end celebrities bribing colleges to get their kids in school? Yo, like, it's crazy. They locked up those two checks. Yeah, one is, like, the amazing and beautiful one of my all-time favorites, Lori Loughlin. Becky. Apparently she's a... Becky. Aunt Becky. Get her back. There's that great meme going on. You hate to make light of it for the poor girl that's, that's suffering the situation, but there's. <laughs> Cameron's character and Bob Saget, and he's like, Aunt Becky's going to jail. <laughs> it's awfully funny. Oh well, her daughter shit. didn't really give a shit because I read her daughter's interview and she's like, I don't even care about college. I just want to go to the football games and do this and that and party. I was like, okay. I mean, I felt the same way about college, but like your, <laughs> your interview. So you might want to. Yeah, do you, turn really, it down. <laughs> do you realize your mother's going to jail for you, you dumbass? <laughs> yeah, and her father. That's crazy. God, Jesus. Kids are so dumb. Seriously, they were they were getting scholarships to sports that they never even played. Mm-mm. Like, how do you think you're going to get away with this shit? Honestly, like, go to. How about now, am I there? Yep. 
Yeah, that was weird again. Another Skype sound effect that cut me off. I think it's Skype that's having an issue. Um, Lori Laughlin, Lori Laughlin, how do heck you say her name? Now, let's say she wants to get her kid into a great college. And let's say I'm the dean of this college. I don't need her money. I just need her to come in and kind of give me a little grind and rub up me a little bit, me a little kiss. And your kid go to college. She wants to. I love her. Yeah, that's great. Your money, money's no good here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Your money's no good here. Mm-hmm. Now, that other chick, Felicity Hoffman, yeah, you have to pay. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Looks like we're going to be looking for a new co host soon. I think Jules had enough <laughs> of my shit the last for a lifetime. No, but it's serious, though. It's not fair to the hardworking parents that try to legitimately send their kids to school. And the kids that get gypped of those scholarships for those sports that these kids don't even play in because of bribery that they're filtered in. So this is going to be a big story. You're going to hear a lot come out on this before it's all said and done. Yeah. No, it's insane. If I went to college, I would go to somewhere like um, Florida. So when I say, where do you go to school? And I say, F-U. <laughs> it's F-S-U. That's Florida State, smartass. They don't have a, just a regular Florida University, do they? Yeah, sure. They have Florida, they have Florida State, they got Florida International, and Florida A&M, and all that good so Florida stuff. Right. Many, I came in eight. Absolutely. So, um... Yeah. So Monday we have uh, currently no guest to present you. Doesn't mean we won't be here. Maybe we'll find a guest to see now and then, or maybe we'll just do this. What's that? Yeah, I said we'll get to you. <laughs> oh, I thought you said make out. I'm like that's really not pro- appropriate, Jewel. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, this weekend your St. Patty's Day weekend festivities. But I got to mention to you all, be careful out there. St. Patty's Day comes on a weekend. Last year was on a Saturday. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Say, weren't the Sixers playing that night? I don't know. All I know is like Saturday, St. Patty's Day was a shit show. This year was on Sunday. Everybody's like, oh, Friday night is St. Patty's Day. Saturday is St. Patty's Day. Sunday fun day, St. Patty's Day. It already started tonight. Like uh, people are partying tonight for Sunday. It's Jeez. it's going to be big. Uh-huh. It's going to be big. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, don't forget to look up your good friends at Uber. Be safe. I like Lyft. I just recently used Lyft, and it was uh, quite quite pleasant. I like Lyft. Yeah. Cheaper than Uber. I, I, I like yeah, I think I like Lyft a little bit better. No offense to Uber, but Lyft is a little better. I had the weirdest to tell you about my dream real quick. <laughs> I had a dream oh. that I took a Lyft, and who do you think was my driver? Me. Prince Harry. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Prince Harry. <laughs> and then he, he took me to Buckingham Palace. I was like, it's like, oh my God, like no one's going to believe me that you're Prince Harry. And I'm like, 
oh, shit, you're a royal. Like, you can't take selfies. Like, that's a rule. And he's like, I don't give a shit, bloke, about rules. And he he took a selfie with me. (laughs) And then I met uh, William and Kate, and I met their little children, and they were adorable. And I was just hanging out at the palace. It's a great dream. All because of Lyft. Sponsored by Lyft tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this segment of the issue brought to you by Lyft. Lyft. When you need that special ride somewhere. (laughs) I I specifically remember it like he was married in it. It wasn't some sick dream about about Prince Harry. Like he was married. Like I was just hanging out there. Easy. Not that kind of program. I think they're both cute. Him and William. They're such cuties. <laughs> I like that burger. All the years I always wanted to be on the radio and on a radio show and have my own radio show or be heard, or be famous or anything. Something I always wanted to do right into the microphone. I have to take a bite out of a pickle. So here it goes. Jeff has been crunching. The whole 20 minutes before the program, he was crunching up the storm in my ear. I'm over it. I got some popcorn right next to me. Don't make me. All right. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I got potato (laughs) chips and pickle. I'm not scared. Good boy. Nom, nom, nom. (laughs) That's disgusting. I'm making myself sick. Ah. So we've really covered a lot of ground tonight. We got about fifteen minutes before we're done. I don't even know how the hell that happens. Tonight it's fine. We can just go. go. <laughs> but yeah, we can cut it if you like. Not really, it's fine. We are going to cut it. Keep an eye out on us uh, for Monday evening. No idea what we're doing for you guys, but that doesn't matter. We're still here. We have fun. We love when you come visit us. Right here on the air show. Uh, very special thanks, again, to our guest, Mr. Ricky Rebel. Thank you for being fantastic. Check him out at uh, rickyrebelrocks.com, Instagram at rickyrebel, and Twitter at rickyrebelrocks. I'm oh, sorry, rickyrebelrocks on Instagram as well. Um, check out the music on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, YouTube. Just type in Ricky Rebel. And so much good stuff will come out. Like six albums worth. New album coming out in April. Tour coming out in November. So definitely a name to remember. And we thank him for being with us tonight. Pack it in, Joel Tatey. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. is It's supposed to be even nicer tomorrow than it was today. Today was a great day. It looks like spring is coming up on us. The weather's been beautiful. So I hope you enjoy yeah, your day. Hey. I hope everybody enjoys your day. Because the weather's getting better. And that makes me people more pleasant. And that's we're even more pleasant on the Yosho. That's humanly possible because we're just a giddy bunch of fun fucks. But we can get better. <laughs> I'm so excited for spring. Spring's my favorite. And yeah, it's kind of chilly today. I think it's going to be warmer tomorrow. So super duper very excited. Especially in the 50s. Today actually got warmer. I guess we're so used to being like zero that when it hits like 49, we're going, I'm sweating. Yeah, from wearing our T-shirts, we're outside, enjoying the air. Yeah. What is this? Girls with little short shorts, wedged up their high knees and the little tank tops, and I'm excited. Not, not, not that yet. <laughs> Getting there. It's coming soon enough. Getting there. Soon enough. 
Matter of fact, that's going to be a segment on the springtime version of the Yo Show. We're going to be going on YouTube and shooting snippets of a new piece we call Jewel Tatey's Heine. Be on the lookout for that this oh, spring. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like that Bruce song. Girls in the summer clothes. <laughs> I'm done. I'm getting late. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we're done already. <laughs> we're done already. A very special thanks to everybody that came in and listened this evening to the Yo Show. Thank you so much for Jeff the Shark Carini. No way, that's me. That's why I always get that wrong. Thank mm. you to everybody that took the time to tune in tonight to the Yo Show. We greatly appreciate it. For Jewel Tatey, I am Jeff the Shark Carini, reminding each and every one of our listeners, our fans, our friends, and everybody in the greater United States and above. So, be a douche. And be nice to sh- to sh- <laughs> be nice to shit. Be nice. <laughs> be nice to shit. <laughs> be nice to shitty people all the time. Uh, the best part. <laughs> the best part about this little tandem we have here. I obviously say things that I know will be silly. I know will get a rise out of people, etc. Jewel tries to be straight, and this crazy <laughs> shit is out of her mouth. And be kind of the shit, the shitty, shitty people. Be kind of shitty people. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Be I really nice need to all that. shitty people. Be Ooh, nice to all shitty, all right. even the shitty ones. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, some variation of all those words. Yeah, something like I tried to say and put together. Again, have fun this weekend, folks. Be responsible, be careful, and we will talk to you Monday evening when our special guest will be me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and me. And possibly another person. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. All right, let's cut it there because uh, again, we just don't we just don't know when to say goodbye. I'm like my mother at like one of the big family dinners, you just don't know when to officially walk out the door. Say your goodbyes, make your way out. Good night, Do the Irish Jill goodbye. Tatey. Just sneak out. Yeah. Good night. Italian goodbye is you got to kiss everybody twice on all four cheeks. Bye bye. Bye bye.